Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to Must Watch, the podcast that covers all things streaming. I'm your host, Jean Bentley, and I want to introduce to you what this podcast is going to look like for the next couple of weeks. So after Succession ended, producer Scott and I were looking for another show to recap, and we settled on the new Paramount Plus show, 1883, which is like a spinoff slash prequel of Yellowstone aka Succession with Cowboys. So I am joined here by my new co-host and fellow freelance entertainment writer who has been a guest on this podcast a couple of times, Miss Lauren Peaster. And she is joining me to cover 1883, which premiered with two episodes on Sunday, December 19th on Paramount Class. Yes, that was very that was a that was a mouthful. <laughs> yes, but Lauren, w- thanks for joining me. Explain explain your connection to Yellowstone and also you know what you do. Well, um, I recently worked free news, but I left and now I'm freelance. Woohoo! And I cover Yellowstone for TV Guide, so you can find my coverage there. And now I'm also covering 1883. So felt like a good. A uh, thing to do next was to help Jean out. Yeah, <laughs> with talking about cowboys. Talk about cowboys, obviously. Um, and so this means that you have interviewed basically everybody in this cast, which yes. is very exciting. Yes, the main cast members. The main so cast members. Too. Okay, great. Well, we'll get into that further. Um, so what this is going to be like on a week to week basis this week, we're going to talk about the show as a whole. We're going to talk a little bit about Taylor Sheridan's work. We're going to talk about why it is so frigging confusing to find all of his shows. Like, where do you find it? Yellowstone is on Paramount Network, but it's not streaming on Paramount Plus. We're going to explain that in a minute. And then we're going to get into spoilers at the end of the episode. So we will give you a warning if you haven't had a chance to watch the first two episodes yet. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right, let's let's get started. I want to talk about Taylor Sheridan first. Mm -hmm. I think so. I covered um, Mayor of Kingstown. Kingstown. Did you see me pause? I paused (laughs) because I was like, I'm going to say the right one. Um, I covered Mayor of Kingstown, not yeah. to be confused with Mayor of Easttown, um, for Rotten Tomatoes, and you cover Yellowstone in 1883 for TV Guide. So between the two of us, we... We've got the Taylor Sheridan TV universe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I think that there are a lot of similarities between a lot of his shows, mm-hmm. but what can you say about kind of how specifically Yellowstone and 1883 really fit together. Well, so Yellowstone is the story of this family, the Dutton family, led by John Dutton, who's Kevin Costner. And it's basically, they're the largest landowners in Montana. They're extremely rich in land and, like, cattle. And they're just this, they they just kind of run everything, like, they have fingers in government. They have, they are like livestock agents. So basically, if anyone has a problem with like cows, they can just like show up with a gun. And it's very kind of shady, but like it's like a Western. It's like a modern Western set in present day. So it's them dealing with like changing technologies and changing attitudes and kind of liberal versus 
not not totally conservative, but just like new liberal ideas that might not go with, you know, the down home country cowboy vibes that a lot of them have. And it's kind of succession-esque where it's John Dutton and it's each of his kids kind of fighting for control in different ways through politics or like one has kind of left the family and is coming back throughout the show. So there's a lot going on. But 1883 is about their ancestors, basically, when they settled that land in Montana. So they're not, you know, extremely connected because one is quite a few years before the other one. <laughs> Let's but, say like 140 yeah, years yeah. before the other one, maybe. Give or take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they are definitely similar. Like, if you watch them without knowing, you'd be like, oh, these are really similar shows. Where there's almost a vibe of nothing happens until a bunch of crazy things happen, and then for a while, nothing happens. Which is, I feel like, what people's complaints were about this past season, season three of Succession. Yeah. It's it's a fair comparison. Like, if you watch Succession, you're like, this is great, but it needs more cowboys. Then... Try Yellowstone. Try Yellowstone. I love it. Okay. And then the other fascinating part about this for me is, well, Mayor Mayor of Kingstown, (laughs) Mayor of Kingstown Uh is also a show about like three brothers and the Mm -hmm. generational uh, troubles. He's for sure got uh, a... does he have some family issues he's working through in these shows? Maybe it's, it's hard to tell. Yeah, who could just, who could say? So the Taylor Sheridan universe is just a really confusing victim of the streaming wars yes. because the way that his shows are distributed is kind of nonsensical. It's like it, it, it is bonkers and it does make sense when you understand the reasoning behind yes. it, but like, okay. Yes. So Yellowstone premiered four years ago. So it's on season four now. That was before Paramount Plus existed, but it was on Paramount Network. Okay. Which also Paramount Network didn't hasn't existed for that long. Was it before? Uh, who knows? But, so, Irrelevant. It's on Paramount Network yeah, now. Which is a network, which is on TV. On cable. You, you have yes. to, kids, you got to use a cable box. Yes. You got to subscribe. Yes. It, I mean, it's very, it's like it's on TV. You have to watch it on television or use the Paramount Network app to watch new episodes. However, previous seasons can be found on Peacock. Sure. Not Paramount Plus. Sure. You cannot watch. Any Yellowstone on Paramount Plus, despite the fact that Yellowstone airs on Paramount Network. However, <laughs> the sequels or the prequel series, 1883, airs on Paramount Plus. It is airing, it's premiering a couple of episodes after Yellowstone, but it is not airing on Paramount Network. It is airing on Paramount Plus. But its sequel series is not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like. They're they're giving the Yellowstone viewers who are cable subscribers a taste, and then they're like, "But you got to go over to Paramount Plus, but you can't watch Yellowstone on Paramount Plus, but you can watch but you can watch eighteen eighty three on Paramount." Plus. And while you're there, maybe you should watch some Mayor of Kingstown because that's on Paramount yeah. Plus, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So clearly, so the reason that that happened is because Yellowstone premiered before Paramount yeah. Plus was a thing. So, so the streaming, streaming rights, rights 
were yeah, sold business. You know. okay, I mean, it's like it's totally nonsensical, but we under we actually no, do understand why. It's the succession. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're streaming <their> content. So <laughs> Paramount Plus is Gojo. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that's kind of the whole deal with this yeah. universe of shows. It is kind of confusing, but hopefully, hopefully you got it. But here's the thing. You don't have to watch Yellowstone to watch 1883. That's true, because guess what? I didn't. I have not yeah. seen Yellowstone, but I have now seen 1883, and I really enjoyed there, it. You there don't were, need any context for I didn't have any questions in regards to what yeah. was happening, because it's, you know, it's starting this new story. Obviously, I'm sure there are connections that you can make as a Yellowstone viewer that are exciting, but, like, in general, and to watch the show, you definitely don't need yeah. Any prior knowledge. Tim McGraw called them separate animals. Okay. So. Well, if Tim McGraw says it, I'm yeah. inclined to believe it. Tim McGraw also said there will be no singing, which I find sort of a crime because it, it stars him in Faith Hill. That's <laughs> he's so like, rude. He's like, there's this this is not this kind of show for singing. I'm like, people sang in the 1880s, but it's fine. Whatever. Whatever. I'm not mad. <laughs> That's silly. But I understand because yeah. they definitely don't want a gimmick of like <laughs> now Faith Hill and Tim McGraw are gonna sing a Christmas duet. <laughs> Everybody gather around the you know fire or whatever. <laughs> what if, listen, R- Ryan Bingham or whatever is on Yellowstone and he sings sometimes. And there was a recent episode where someone bashed his guitar against the wall because they were tired of him singing. <laughs> Okay, so that is what Taylor Sheridan thinks about music. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. Just kidding. Um, okay, so 1883. I know, so we're going to talk about it non-spoilery first, so mm-hmm. don't worry. This is just going to be kind of a general discussion. I think that you and I both really enjoyed it, but I feel like you enjoyed it maybe more. I think that... For me, it was really just learning about, okay, this is a family and they're kind of heading on the Oregon Trail out mm-hmm. west, basically. That's essentially what it is, like covered yeah. wagons and camping yeah. and cowboys. That's that's what it is. Yes. Um, I think having watched every episode of Yellowstone, I was expecting it to be a lot more male-focused. Mm-hmm. And so I was so pleasantly surprised when I realized the main character is the teenage daughter and not Tim McGraw. As much as I like Tim McGraw, I just it was an interesting change from Yellowstone where we're following a female character and she's not the only female character for the most part on the show. Yeah, because I think that is basically my major complaint at least with um, Mayor of Kingstown is like the only female character on that show is Diane Weist and she is, you know, their mom. So it's just a mom character. It's clear that Taylor Sheridan has like an obsession with masculinity and like manly men being men. There's not always like a, a real exploration of what that means. It's just like these men are men. Yeah. And we say lots of platitudes about men being men. Yeah. I should also say on Mayor of Kingstown, there are other female characters, but in the first two episodes, Diane Weist is the only one with, like, lines, <laughs> storyline, you know? There are two main female characters on Yellowstone. hmm That's it. Yeah. The rest are all good old cowboys. And, like, I guess so far on 1883, there are only really two Faith Hill, Faith Hill and her daughter. Yeah, but they're 
but they're more, the center yeah, of the, of the, the action. More of the center of it. And I, it's, it's also interesting to me because it's not like, this is the female protagonist and now we're going to see all of these things that are difficult for her because she's a lady. Like, that's not the, yeah. that's not the plot. It's just through the eyes of this teenage girl, which is, yeah. which is interesting. Well, because part of it is, like, they're leaving society. They're leaving the society that they know and all the rules about being a woman that they have been following. And that, like, Elsa, the daughter, has been struggling to follow, clearly. as she, She's about 18. It's, like, her 18th birthday in the second episode. So, like, the show is about them kind of being able to throw that away and figuring out what their new lives and what the new world looks like. So that I just find is a really interesting aspect of the show that I wasn't expecting and that I was really excited yeah. to get to see. Another part that I really loved was literally just Sam Elliott. Sam yes. Elliott is a man who was born to be a cowboy. Who's, who's <laughs> always the same, but it's never a problem. Right. Like, this is always just Sam Elliott. And you're like, all right. That's what I want from him. That's what he does incredibly yeah. well. And guess what? He's great. Like, He's I great. think of him on a horse. But when I talked to him, because apparently they had to do, like, extensive cowboy camp where they mm. all had to, like, basically the set of this was, like, totally immersive, where it was, like, they were in the 1800s, like, surrounded by covered wagons. Nothing was, like, not practical. But Sam Elliott was so busy with MacGruber that he didn't get to go to cowboy camp. And he was like, I wish I went to cowboy camp because I haven't been on a horse in 20 years. <laughs> Which is wild because he just looks like the kind he of man looks, who rides a horse. Yeah, he looks like he's be he belongs on a horse. <laughs> he belongs on a horse. Um, so one issue with the show, not enough hot cowboys. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is a major issue for me because, <laughs> like, I love a cowboy, mm -hmm. but... Like, on Yellowstone, none of them are hot. Like, how is Kevin Costner the hottest cowboy on Yellowstone? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. And then in the first episode of Yellowstone, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen the very first episode of Yellowstone, they kill off Dave Annabelle. He could have been the hot cowboy of the show and they kill him off. And I find that rude. And so, like, maybe on 1883, they could have had more hot cowboys. And, like, Lamania Garrett is pretty hot. Yeah. He's the sheriff. Yeah. No, he's, right. um... Who is he? He is, he, he, he was kind of sheriffy. <laughs> sort of. So Sam Elliott's character is a Pinkerton agent, which was like the interesting. Agency that kind I of didn't like, get that. Yes. <laughs> okay. There are I'm learning a lot. Things, there are a lot of things we did not. You. Didn't, it's hard to get from watching the show that you kind of just have to read the character descriptions and learn things. So he's a Pinkerton agent okay. who has been hired by all of these immigrants to take them across the country. Um, Thomas, who's La Monica Garrett who I know best from playing, like, the bad guy in the Arrowverse. Yeah, that's... Or playing the monitor in the Arrowverse and, yeah. like, the crossovers. But he... So that's his, like, best friend and right-hand man. Okay. Kind of just, like, his assistant guy. Well, I guess I did get that they were both in positions of authority. Yeah, they're not sure. technically sheriffs, but they're, like... Yeah, they're in positions of authority. Yeah. Okay, this is good information. Yeah. I mean, I think that if I had a complaint about that about the show maybe that's what it is it's yes. definitely a slow burn of information yes. and i don't mind having to figure things out for myself but i would appreciate it being distributed a little faster the yeah, information i agree <laughs> yeah i agree with that like i didn't realize that like one of the characters was tim mcgraw's sister the whole mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. until the until the end of the second episode when i googled it <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah 
But I think that there are some, you know, attractive young cowboys in this, but they're also very dirty and very yes. hairy. So I'm, which is probably like, realistic, listen, but this is television. It's okay. It's realistic. But where is the fantasy element of the hot cowboys? Yeah. If, if where this, is it? If this 18 year old girl can look hot on riding a horse. With her, in her weird little bonnet. Yeah. Then, you know, you could make the cowboys hot. But that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. We'll allow you to address that in future episodes, yes. Taylor Sheridan. That's easy to do later. <laughs> they can add more hot cowboys. <laughs> so if you do you want to switch to the spoiler? Do you wanna do you wanna get spoilery? I do want to say before okay. we get spoilery that there is an interesting that like Something I had not considered before was the, like, Civil War element. Mm. That, you know, these are Southern people who we are following. So, like, if anyone is worried about that, they handle it interestingly in a way that, like, didn't make me worried, mm-hmm. I would say. That's that's good to know. But I, we can get into that with yeah. the opening scene from the second episode. Yeah. Well, so, okay, so now we're going to talk about episodes one and two, which were... The first one's released yes. on Paramount Plus. Um, and I think that it's smart that they released them both because yeah. they definitely feel like one big setup. Yeah. Um, but he- this is the spoiler warning. We're going to talk spoilers probably from now towards the end. So um, if you still haven't watched, pause, check it out, and then tune back in. Okay, so the episode opens up in the middle of something crazy happening. It, mm. It's, um, you know, in media ray yeah. opening that yeah. so many TV shows are doing, but it is intriguing, but basically the daughter. Mm-hmm. Who's, so you yeah, meet you, this daughter yeah. who has this very like optimistic, naive. She's so excited. She's like jumping off the train to go meet her dad. Like she And she's like, this is life. Like, this is the life that I want to live, this, like, freedom. But the very first scene is her, like, waking up to, like, just tragedy all around her. And, like, it's like Native Americans have attacked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she, like, goes on a rampage. She kills one of them. Yeah. So it's like, and then you go back and you see this kind of, like, wide-eyed girl. And so Mm -hmm. you're like, well, this, this is some... She's gonna lose this. Yes, exactly. Like, so this is what we're gonna watch. We're about to see this girl go yeah. down this really dark path. Yeah. So that was interesting, but I was kind of, I just kind of kept being like, "When is this?" Like, it kind of threw me off, and it made me take a little bit of time to get into the show. I would say. Yeah, it definitely. You have to think about what is going on, but I do like that they're establishing at first that she's really gonna be a really independent kind of you know yeah kind of girl yeah she's gonna be a, a female character in a taylor sheridan show. Yeah, yeah yeah okay <laughs> a little firecracker if you will yeah so basically we kind of see what it's like out west tim mcgraw's out there he's waiting for his wife and kids yes. to come join him and his sister who and I his sister, sister claire who yes. we didn't realize is his sister yeah and her annoying daughter and her annoying daughter and so they all go set out with Sam Elliott and Monica Garrett, whose character names I guess I will eventually Shay learn, but I simply Thomas. don't know them now. I They're simply Shay don't know and them. Thomas. Shay and Thomas are leading kind of these pioneers, right? These this southern like, family. There's a lot of German immigrants. Yeah, it's a it's a bunch of immigrants from different places who have all they've hired 
Shay and Thomas to take them to Oregon. And they could take a train to Oregon, but the train is too expensive. Right. So they're they're trying to go out west, you know, manifest destiny, yeah. live the American dream, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but basically, Shay's like, you are deeply unprepared for this. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott's like, you're all idiots. None of you have guns. Yeah. None of you have, you don't have enough gear. And they're like, what is gear? <laughs> so... Yeah, and then they they're s- not ready. <laughs> yeah, they're not ready, and you see that as they set out, and like the Germans don't even realize that you have to boil the water to yeah. make it safe to drink when they're so they're getting insane, you know, stomach issues from drinking this bacteria-filled water. Yeah, so you basically know this is not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Exactly. Yeah. There was an interesting scene that the first time I watched it, I didn't fully understand what was going on. I was like, why are they inspecting all the naked women and like naked people? Because they were looking for smallpox. Yes. So smallpox yeah. is also, um, so yeah. you see that Sam Elliott's family basically yeah. has died of that smallpox. That was a thing that happened at the beginning where mm-hmm. he, he had to burn down his house after his wife died of smallpox. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, sort of an interesting guy where he's, like, very menacing, but then also, like, you feel really bad for him. Yeah, he's a little softy. He doesn't drink. He, yeah. He's, he's yelling at all these people, but he's, like, doing it for a reason because clearly they are not prepared yeah. for this trip. So basically he he kind of um, gets Tim McGraw to have his family join them to help because Tim McGraw is, like, Good with horses and yeah. stuff. And his family is, too. We learned the daughter is really yeah. good on horses. And they immediately enlist her to help, you know, drive some cattle. And yeah. and I think, so what you were mentioning, too, in, in episode two, there's a flashback that starts the episode of mm. Tim McGraw on the battlefield at Antietam. Yeah. So with- we basically realize he was a Confederate soldier who was one of the very few survivors of this battle that was, like, a turning point in the Civil War. I yeah. did a lot of Googling. Yeah. It was a very, really it was, like, the biggest, bloodiest battle of the yeah, civil war where like it kind of established that the confederacy was going to lose and it was like a year after the um the emancipation emancipation block proclamation which is the hardest thing yeah to say. easy to say but so like that opening scene of episode two is very confusing because you're like why is tom hanks why is tom hanks there <laughs> I texted you like, haha, that man looks like Tom Hanks, but it can't be Tom Hanks. And you were like, no, 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 that's Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think I would have noticed. Because I have a little bit of face blindness. <laughs> but I don't think I would have noticed that that was Tom Hanks because he barely speaks, too. He's just like, he's a, a Union soldier who approaches like the last survivor of Antietam, who is Tim McGraw. So then he just like sits next to him and kind of comforts him and barely says anything to him. But then you learn via Elsa's voiceover that he then spent three years in Union prison. And then when he came out, he, like, was 97 pounds, which sounds crazy. Yeah. And he, like, refused to acknowledge the war. If any soldiers he knew ever approached him, he just, like, pretended he didn't know them. And he would lie to people and say he didn't fight in it. And that feels like something that's going to come back to haunt yeah. him. So that, but that was interesting to me because I was like, it was, so we're confirming he fully fought for the Confederacy, mm-hmm. which like, ooh. but then, yeah. <laughs> so I am hoping that they explore that a little bit more because I do find that fascinating, but I hope that they like handle it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so basically these first two episodes end, they've set off on the trip. The Germans are a mess. Don't yeah. understand how they have to do the it. The first episode is like just establishing Yeah, things. exactly. 
it's kind of getting you to understand who these people are. In the second episode, they're like setting up camp as they're preparing to go, getting everybody ready, teaching all the immigrants that they have to boil water. (laughs) Yes. And then some menacing dudes from town. Well, first, so... Okay. James, he's like, we have to go wrangle some cattle to bring on the trip. We need all the riders we can get. That includes Elsa. Yes. And that's one of my favorite lines is when um, Faith Hill is like, oh, you're, you're not even going to let me, like, have a choice in this. And he's like, nope. And she's like, "When? how am I going to make her a lady? <laughs> and he's like, we got enough ladies, but there are not enough decent men or something like that. Delightful. Yeah. And that's clearly, like, the point of yeah. the show. <laughs> Basically, that's the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Elsa's, you know, wrangling yeah. cattle. So Elsa and all of the men All of them. Leave. Yes. And, like, James gives Margaret a shotgun, but you're like, okay, obviously something's going to happen because <laughs> he just gave her a shotgun to use in case something happens. And guess what? Something, something happens. happens. These, these guys from town come in and try to rob them, basically, mm-hmm. and... Tim McGraw's what? T- what's Tim McGraw's name? I mean, we keep saying Tim James. McGraw. James's sister Claire. I mean, it's going to be hard not to just say I know. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Because the they are Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Tim McGraw is more disguised. Yes, he is. You but Faith is that's Faith Hill. That's Faith Hill, and she's beautiful. She looks and amazing. She looks yeah. amazing. But yeah, so Claire. James's sister mm-hmm. is not having any of this, and she starts throwing rocks at the men. She's and- also been the one the whole time who, like, has the most problems with everything. Right. And it's been established that she lost her husband. But that's not sad, because if you believe in heaven... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so she's a widow. She's with her teenage daughter. Okay, so then she attacks these guys, and these guys fight back. She and throws rocks at them. She throws rocks at them. They end up shooting at them, and they kill Claire's daughter... And uh, she's basically distraught because she has nothing to yeah. live for. We then, At first, I thought yeah. she had been hit because yeah. she looked so, like, shell-shocked. Yeah. But it was just that her daughter had died. It was her daughter had died. And we learned that she had seven children and has buried all of them and, mm-hmm. and her husband. Yeah. And so at the end of the episode, as everybody else kind of goes to set off on their journey. Yeah. Because uh, they realize they have to leave. Because, because they went back into town and literally just went into the saloon and shot all of the guys who but were part like of it. But it was, like, the sheriff the sh- Yeah, the sheriff of the town. It wasn't even, like, them. Yeah. It was it the was sheriff the did o- it. It was official business of the sheriff yeah. who just went into the saloon and shot all the men who were involved. So then Sam Elliott's like, we gotta get on the road because yeah. these people are gonna come retaliate if we don't. And... Claire is like, what am I doing this for? I don't have anything else to live for. And she shoots herself as everyone goes off. And it's real. It's kind of alarming because I thought I didn't think they were going to show it. I thought we were going to hear a gunshot. But no, you fully see see it. it. Um, But also, I don't blame her. I understand it. Uh, Literally, what is she doing this for? Watching James and Shay like bury her. Yeah. It was so sad. Yeah, it was really sad. But I, I realized that she was James' sister. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's really just setting the tone that this is going to have casualties. This is going to be hard. Yeah. Um, not everybody is going to yeah. make it. I think it's a very, like, very... If you thought you were going into, like, a fun Oregon Trail journey, that's <laughs> yeah. not what this is. Yeah, exactly. It's also, like, like, Yellowstone is very dark, but this has a different level of darkness to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well 
basic so that's kind of the first two episodes that's where we're 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 left mm-hmm. um at the end of these these premiere episodes so i think it's a really solid setup i really enjoyed the episodes i thought they were sometimes a little bit too slow moving as i mm-hmm. said before yeah i, I needed not, more information that is not just unique to yeah. 1883 exactly and I'm okay with that. I, yeah. I, not all shows, yeah, not all shows have to be super fast-paced and yeah. action, action. Because, like, a lot of Yellowstone is, like, here's just, like, life on the ranch. Yeah. And then a bunch of people die in one big thing. And then life on the ranch. So it's a lot of life on the ranch. Yeah. And, I feel like and that's beautiful vistas. Sh- yeah. And I feel like that's what the show's going to be like, too, is, like, life yeah. in these camps in the wagons. Yeah. Well, Lauren... Um, ever the intrepid e news reporter, you made us a game. Do not call me an e news <laughs> No, <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's sort of it's sort of a game. It's um, Taylor Sheridan slash Yellowstone bingo. Yeah, there you go. So basically, I made a list of things that the two kind of share or that like are very common on Yellowstone, and I feel like this will be an evolving feature Mm -hmm. because things will you know as the season goes on there will be more of these Mm -hmm. there will definitely be more um additions to this list i feel like so the first one a yellowstone favorite is men get revenge wow that that definitely happens men got revenge they also like love to um like confront people in saloons or in bars Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of that at all the, though I'm confused about the amount of places that will have saloons. Yeah. Like how, how yeah. settled is the West at this yeah, point? I'm not sure. There's a train that goes all the way through it. I was trying to figure this out because like Montana and all those states, they're all states at this point, but I don't know how much, how settled they are. So that'll be interesting. But men get revenge. I feel like we're going to see a lot of. Uh-huh. Um, and that happens in Mayor of Kingstown, too. That's essentially the premise of the show, is men, Jeremy Brenner getting revenge. Get revenge. <laughs> so, and then we have questionable justice from law enforcement, which goes along with men get revenge, but, like, the the people who are, like, tasked with actually enforcing the law don't always do it in the most um, lawful way. That, uh, that too, happens in yeah. Mayor of Kingstown. So, check, check. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a woman almost gets assaulted, but a man saves her. Oh, that happens to Elsa yes. in, the, in the first. I was so yeah. scared. I was like, this man is going to rape her and it's going to like already ruin her, like her whole attitude before she even gets on the road. Yeah. And then Tim McGraw shot him in the head. Good. So. Good. We have that. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is as we go forward, we kind of see how many of these things we get. Okay. And then kind of see how the show <laughs> scores <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um we also have a person or animal is mercy killed okay which i feel like claire killing herself is kind of yeah that that or definitely like she happens. Had nothing to live for that's how yellowstone opens with kevin costner killing a horse because it's gets in a car accident oh no yeah it's really upsetting he like hugs it and kisses it and then shoots it in the head oh no this is a weird franchise <laughs> And then one of my favorites is Cowboy Wisdom, where they say just, like, lines that sound like they're, like, proverbs, but no one said them before, <laughs> which is the plenty of ladies in this world 
pretty short on decent men, though. Yeah. I felt like that qualifies. One of my favorites from Yellowstone is, if your daughter's riding a horse, nobody's riding her. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like something yeah, people would say, say, but they it, don't. No they one says say that. it in a way that's like, oh, everybody knows this, but no one's ever <laughs> said those words before. I love it's my it. Favorite. <laughs> I love it. Um, we could make a list of them. It's I love it. Yeah. Um, somebody criticizes a Dutton woman for not being like other girls. People love to do that. Yeah. Well, she's not like the other girls. She's so not like the other girls. It's fine. <laughs> Faith Hill drinks coffee. Well, yeah, exactly. What woman drinks coffee. Oh, what woman? And then finally, we have cowboys will be cowboys, which is basically just like boys being boys, just like men roughhousing. Yeah. Yeah. Though. I think there's some of that in the show, but I think that they're, they established very quickly that that's not what 1883 is fully going to be about, which I really appreciate. I think it just gives the show a lot more depth, but I'm also down for cowboys being cowboys. Yeah. It's just like very much a thing on Yellowstone where like there'll just be long scenes of just like all the cowboys living together in the bunkhouse and just like fighting and like hooking up with girls and playing games and you're just like i don't know why i'm watching this but it's just the cowboys being cowboys yeah cowboys gonna cowboy or it's like one of them does something wrong and then they have to get beat up <laughs> and you're like why and what like, this is for your own good and you're like is it <laughs> cowboy rules are different than yeah. than regular so i rules. was kind of thinking that like you know the the guy who was like flirting with elsa on the horse i'm just wondering how many of those guys will get to know yeah are we gonna get are we so, here, so an interesting thing on Yellowstone is that all the cowboys who belong to the Dutton Ranch are branded, like literally like cows. Whoa. They're like branded with like the Yellowstone symbol. From what I know of Nexium, you shouldn't brand yeah, exactly. people. So it's like a thing. thing on that show. There's Ooh, even a yikes. scene where someone like does something really bad and so he gets his brand removed. How do you do that, Lauren? How do you imagine you might do oh, that? Oh, yikes. Oh, yikes. <laughs> so... I so there's like real darkness in this <laughs> yes. in this ranch. And I am wondering how much of that we will get into, how much of the like loyalty aspect this show will get into. Like does it go as far back as the 1800s? Um the little kid is named John Senior, but I don't know how many Johns back he is. Like, if he, I guess it would make sense if he's, like, Kevin Costner's grandfather. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Or a great-grandfather, depending on... Yeah. I mean, if he was born in, like, the 1870s... Yeah. I don't know. Math. Yeah. So, if he's born in the 1870s, and let's say he has... I feel like Kevin Costner's <laughs> grandfather makes sense. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Because Kevin Costner is my parents' age, and my my mom's grandparents were born in the late 1800s. Yeah. And the early 1900s, so yeah, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, a, I, I'm just wondering how much we'll get into, like, the real creepy parts of Yellowstone, and, like, how deep does that go? Because yeah. they all, when I talked to the whole cast, they all, like, teased, we'll, fig- we'll see where the gene pool came from, we'll understand... Like who, how the the Dutton family kind of came to be the way they are. Okay. So I'm wondering if that includes the branding and just like the intense um, obsession with loyalty. Well, 
it wouldn't surprise me if we do get that, to be yeah. honest. I mean, obviously, we'll have to see as as the weeks go yeah. on. But it's just interesting because yeah. it would surprise me based on like the people we've met so far. Yeah, they seem like a pretty yeah like solid, loving family mm-hmm. in a way that the Duttons are not. Yeah, on Yellowstone. Interesting. Well, we're about to find out. I mean. Yeah. I mean, did you, like, what sense did you get from them not really knowing anything about Yellowstone? Like, what would you say about this Yeah, I, I would say pretty normal family. They seem pretty progressive. The dad lets the daughter do these traditionally male mm-hmm. tasks. Um, and so I think that it will be interesting to see how that that progresses and what they do and don't keep of those traits as they spend more time on the road. That's that's the question, yeah. right? It's going to be how are they? How is it? How is this journey going to change them? Yeah, and that's interesting. Well, it's like everyone says that we'll we'll find out why they're fighting so hard to keep their land. So I'm just wondering. I am mm-hmm. fascinated to find mm-hmm. out how these people like. <laughs> turn into that yeah exactly i mean clearly they're gonna face death they're gonna face yeah you know some enemies but it will definitely be very interesting to see how that kind of progresses for yeah. sure and how we get a shot of elsa with a full arrow through her torso shooting a- when do you think that <laughs> guys. is like is that the end of the season like that's a great question. I don't I don't know. I was like I was just like where where are we here? Like mm-hmm. what Yeah. Cuz there was no like th- 3 years later right. or whatever. Exactly. There was, there was no, no time. time. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. If that's what happens at the end of season 1. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How what is going to happen with the show? But we'll yeah, we'll find out. So That's it for this week. We hope you like our new recap show. If you do, please feel free to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And now, as of this week, on Spotify. And hit us up on Twitter at Hygiene and at Lauren Peaster. And tune in next week where we're going to recap and talk about episode three and, and how the show is progressing. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week.